0: Bars, no. bars. No. Let me tell you something. No. Cardi hasn't had an album like out in six years. Every feature she gets on, she takes that song to another level. She, ac- she elevates. She elevates it, and I'm a- actually Cardi she takes
1: beat. over their song, and it's all about them, all about Cardi instead of them. I think it's
0: them. about them. I think she really, just comes I mean, with strong Do you really? I mean, the song verses. is
1: cool. I think it's really the beat,
0: honestly. But here I, I I like some of the like first of all rip me out the plastic I'm acting brand new that right there set it off that sets okay, up listen tell, look that's how I feel when I'm fresh when I'm fly what yes brand I, new out okay. the plastic fresh baby popping and there you have it and so that's a great line um, I think Lotto is one of the ones like because people have seen her grow up she was on. Um, What is the show with Jermaine Uh, Dupri? Yes, that little hip hop. Yeah, and she decided not to sign with Jermaine because she made the decision. She wanted to be more adult and she felt Jermaine was keeping her in that kid era. So I respect that she has a little bit of a pin game. You can tell that her... Her man, her man, her man, who's not her man, <laughs> allegedly, 21 Savage helps her out with some of her rhymes. Because sometimes the way she spits stuff, it's just like, all I need is 21 to come in and say, i God. But that's not a bad thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I
1: mean, I think Lotto's a beautiful young lady. I think she can rap. She has a good style. Um, I just...
0: But you're a Barb?
1: I'm definitely um, a Nicki fan. Like... Ain't nobody finna out rap Nikki. I mean, it's other women out there that's not. You're
0: right. Nikki can spit. Nikki got a pen. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Continue.
1: No, it's a lot of women out there that can rap. But it's like you haven't been in the game long enough to act like you're going to out rap Nikki. Like, come on. Like, it's not just about that either. Like, I like Cardi, period. Like, I will say right now I would be like Nikki, Meg, Cardi B. I like them.
0: So for me, here's the thing, like Nikki can spit, spit, spit. I I just don't like always the way Nikki handles things. And I think she's getting a little bit of her karma because of the way she dealt with uh, little Kim and some of the things she threw at her. That's why she's getting the super, super freaky um, grandma comments and all of that. I get it. She used to shade Kim and talk about she was old and now she's okay. getting hit back with that. But Kim was real mad. Kim was real mad and people
1: keep saying Nikki did not give her props, but she did. She
0: did, but at the same time she would shade her too. Nikki Nikki never well, shaded. Ni- well no, I'm not gonna say she wasn't because she
1: made a whole song about Kim. That's what really made her mad. Like that's what killed it. So, hey, to each his own. But I
0: like all the young ladies. I'm not gonna knock 'em. Keep yeah. hustling, ladies. Keep going. But the point, um, going back to that, is what do you think of the evolution? Because you, obviously, when you came on and you guys were in your group, you guys were like kind of tomboy chic. You had your girl stuff. But, you know, it's sort of the middle. And so you fast forward to, you know, these many years later, whatever that number is, What are your thoughts about where we stand in hip hop? And do you think that we can go back to a time where a woman that is more clothed will still be respected and like given the props?
1: I feel like we can revamp and I think we should revamp. And there's nothing wrong with some of the things that's going on, but it's only so far you can go with. Can I say the whole look? OK, that look, that I mean, look, that, <laughs> look. <laughs> that that extra look, you know, what I'm saying, because guess what? Even the young ladies, you can be sexy in jeans, a little bikini top and then move forward. I'm not saying just stay the church person, but we can. I think we can revamp. We need more female groups. We need more groups. We don't have R&B and really hip hop. We just have a lot of rappers just rap, rap, rap.
0: Victoria Monet is out here. Victoria Monet kills it. Her pen game is nasty. She puts on a heck of a stage show. But for some reason, I don't know, people don't... They're
1: not pushing her. They're pushing the
0: look that we're talking about, the hip-hop, the the, more sexual look. I mean, but I think Victoria gives you that. I think she gives you sexiness and appeal. She's not, like, granny style. She gives you, like, you know, an ingenue (laughs) look. But they're not pushing the R&B music,
1: like... They're pushing the hip hop, like the, yeah. Okay. But Because what do you hear on the radio? Even though I don't listen to the radio that much. Hey, 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 hey. I mean, we listen to the radio, (laughs) but I mean, when you listen to the radio stations...
0: You know, yeah. I mean, it's all driven by TikTok and the algorithms, but that's, that's another conversation. So, before <laughs> we continue on on this musical journey that we're discussing, I want to talk about Disney for a minute because they are trying to get brand new, ripped out the plastic, <laughs> restart some things okay, over we'll there. Do something then. So, Disney is considering selling off ESPN. That has been one of the pinnacles of their acquisitions. For about 20 years now since they first got involved. But because of the purge, so to speak, of people in cable TV heading off to streamers and so forth, and Disney is losing money, cable subscribers are gradually going down and down. Disney CEO Bob Iger said Thursday... That's today that Disney is potentially open to selling its equity stake in ESPN. Disney owns 80% of ESPN. 20% is owned by Hearst Communications. Hmm. So, um, He's looking for a strategic partner. He's already had early conversations. He also said it's also up for consideration. They also own ABC. They have the streamers and different things like that. Now, Disney is trying to acquire a bigger stake in Hulu because they own some of Hulu. But they're thinking about letting these legacy channels and networks go. And they feel like. In the coming years, ESPN is going to lean more heavily into a streaming property. And they feel that there are other companies that they could probably better align with that can make more money in the process because they feel as though they are hemorrhaging money. So... Um, Iger says that ESPN will definitely transition to a direct-to-consumer business, but didn't say when that will happen, meaning you're not going to be able to turn on your cable, per se, and see that. Also, ESPN has been resistant to put some of their more high-profile programming on onto their streamer, ESPN Plus, okay. but that could change. So as we're seeing media companies consolidate and these things like that, do you think it's a good move for Disney to move on and wash their hands uh, <coughs> excuse me, of the sports business? Keep in mind that live sports and somewhat award shows, but not as much as they used to be, but live sports are the thing that bring in the most viewers and ratings. So what are your thoughts on that?
1: That would be a big mistake, I think. They got too many scandals going on anyway. They need to try to hold on to all, all that they can right now.
0: Okay? <laughs> so this is the thing. ESPN, um, you know, they made money per cable subscriber. Um, per cable, stri- stru- cable subscriber. Let's slow down. Okay. And so with people cord cutting, they're hemorrhaging. So Disney agreed to pay about two point seven. Billion dollars per year in 2021 for monday night football so that is a savings that they would you know take back to their shareholders if they let go of espn also they're thinking of spinning off fx
1: oh i like FX. nat
0: geo and all of the abc networks so it wouldn't be any more pairing of in here in la abc is channel seven i think it's abc is Channel 7 in New York, too, or something like that. I can't remember. But, you know, I just think it's the nature of the business. And media was the hot property. Media companies have been for the past sort of eight years. And now everything is shifting around streaming. I think that um, the cream will rise to the crop. I think we're going to see a lot of consolidations. But I don't know about this one. This seems kind of crazy. Andy, what say you?
1: I think this is the beginning of the death of network television,
0: Mm. in my opinion.
1: Okay. I mean, considering everybody is moving towards the whole stream, it seems like every cable channel has a streaming app now. I just don't see people really just, I'm going to turn on the ABC on Channel 7 to watch what? Right.
0: That I could go ahead and just watch it online. At my own leisure, in my own convenience, I don't have to wait. You don't
1: even have to have all of cable. You can just get one channel, pay for stars. You can pay for BET. You don't even have to have the whole shebang like before.
0: Um, Leslie Holmes says 100 with you, Liz, I don't listen to music radio anymore because of what you are (laughs) speaking about. The music industry is focusing more on rappers, no disrespect to them, but I grew up in the era of the seventies. Right. I know that's right. Leslie real music. So I I think that it is kind of heartbreaking that the way that, I mean, everything must change. I know, but The idea, the reason why cord cutting started was because it was cheaper, right? At this point now, if you have all of these streaming services and then you get your little extras in and you want to do this, you end up paying just as much as you were paying with cable. So where is the savings? Do you really watch? They show the same thing on cable over and over again. I mean, but that's, I mean, they do show the same thing, but you only, here's the thing, of all your streaming services that you have, how many do you actually watch daily? How many show? like, do you take do, advantage of their 50,000, you know, piece of library? Do you look at all of that or do you look at about five shows? Do I even really watch TV every day? Uh, that's a great point, too. No, I don't. I think that is also that's, changing. That's another thing, I don't.
1: So um, I'll be
0: on YouTube.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. Like I mean, I'll be watching shows on YouTube.
0: You could conceivably be watching ESPN on YouTube. The way that this goes down is yes. changing so much. Um, Jerry Anderson says that the death of networks started with the pandemic when everything became unbundled and becoming more independent. I actually think the death of networks started a little bit longer ago than that. I don't think the pandemic really made that large of a difference. I think that also the timing of all of this is might- is really going to be hardcore just in general because, you know, depending upon how long this strike goes, we're going to run out of new programming. And you can go back and watch the other stuff. But I think once people get out of the habit of watching TV or looking for those shows and and we see that happening, it's hard to go back. Um, Leslie Holmes says, good point. There's definitely a change going on in networking, TV and streaming services. Uh, Jerry Anderson says, good point. I OD'd on TV during the pandemic.
1: But then I think the pandemic was the shift. Okay, maybe that's. The shift, just like when all the prices went up, that's when the shift hit. That's what they. No, I think that's what it was about. The shift. The like, shift. Yeah, because because the prices didn't come back down. Okay, Andy. So you know, in in, in negative situations, um, considering you know the whole strike, mm-hmm. I think there's an opportunity now. Considering we have social media, so anybody who wants to create their own TV show, I'm. I think this is the time to create your TV show and put it on Instagram Live or however which way it works. Mm-hmm.
0: That's the way to go now. I think you have a great point or check in with KBLA and watch RSVP with Jill Monroe. That can certainly replace what you're doing. Because all the
1: big (laughs) studios are coming for for the influencers. Anyway, you're out here independently making money and now they want a piece of your money.
0: T. Sworn said Showtime and HBO repeats on three or four channels. What's the point of HBO 1, 2, and 3 if they're all showing the same thing? <laughs> Absolutely. So I feel you guys on that. It's just change is going to come. Do you care? where you catch your Monday night football? Does it matter as long as you see it? Are you even watching full games at this point? Are you really just checking out NFL Red Zone or checking out the highlights? Mm-hmm. That's something to consider too. So, you know, we'll have to see what happens. Some of the potential partners for Disney could theoretically be include Apple, Google or Amazon. We know Amazon had a lot of success this past year with Mm -hmm. their Thursday night football series. They also paired that with a live music event that would happen afterwards. So they are getting in on the live events game. So is Netflix. Obviously, we know we had the Chris Rock special on Netflix a couple of months ago. So all of these streamers are looking to get in the live network thing. Meanwhile, the networks are like, eh. I'm going to move around. So I'm curious to see what happens with all of this. We Hmm. will find out soon. When we come forward, you will hear all about the new bank that, well, credit union, but you can do your (laughs) banking there, that a sorority has purchased, the first in history. We're going to talk about all of that and more. You're listening to RSVP with Jill Monroe on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, it's Jill Monroe. You are listening to RSVP with Jill Monroe and you're my VIP so I'd like to make sure that I put you up on game first so that you are ahead of the curve you know that's what we specialize in here access always so I want to tell you about the Alpha Kappa Alpha Inc sorority the ladies pink and green shout out pinkies up no I am not a member but I thought about it at one point I did I thought about when I was in college pledging but what a.k.a. AKA, what you mean a.k.a. that would have been me (laughs) (laughs) absolutely (laughs) however however when I was in college the chapter at my school got suspended and so the graduate chapter, the, you know, older women came to me and they were like, we think you're a great candidate. We still want you to come in. But I had a homegirl and she was like, if you don't go through the proper protocols, your letters will never be respected uh-uh. and all of these things. And I was like, you know what? This is way too, too much. much. I don't want to do I'm just going to go to school. <laughs> yes. I know what I want to do in my life. And I like what you're talking. Like, I like the cute thing. I don't. I like the pink and green I like the colors but what I really liked which is kind of crazy to me I didn't know about all the service that sororities do and learning about that and that process Mm -hmm. it kind of excited me because I I didn't realize that there really was a component of it that really was about you know bettering overall and giving back and investing a real sisterhood and that's important and so that brings us to our topic now According to Chicago WLS ABC seven for members only known as FMO is now the first digital financial financial institution in America. Sometimes it's late and we trip over our time. It's okay. It's not a problem. Um, Anyway, FMO for members only. It's the first digital financial institution in America that is black owned women led and founded by a sorority. Their corporate headquarters will be in Chicago And um, it is basically every member of Alpha Kappa Alpha will be an owner of this credit union. Oh, that's good. Congratulations. Um, The financial institution is open to all AKA members and their immediate family as well as staff and credit union employees. So kudos to those ladies. But what I want to know is just like a couple of days ago, we heard about Bank of America being fined $100 million because they uh, were opening up fake accounts and double charging people overdraft fees and stuff like that. And this is like the second time that something of this nature is happening happened with them in the past couple of months. We know what happened with Wells Fargo a few years back. Mm -hmm. What do you feel about banking institutions? Who do you trust? Do you trust the traditional banking system? Are you still all in with that? Because we have so many digital options now and digital only banks like Chime and things of that nature. How do you feel about, um, you know, banking? How do you handle your money in this era? We have Apple Pay and things like that.
1: You know, I'm old school, but I'm Shoe with two boxes under the bed. <laughs> Part, partial. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm with the credit union. I'm not with the regular bank, so right. it's whatever. But it's too much going on. So when we had our we had a blackout last night. Okay. And the first thing I was thinking about is the digital game. Cuz guess what? If we have a real blackout, you cannot get your money out of the bank. You cannot use your credit card. You cannot do anything if Like someone was talking about their Tesla. He was like, they had a blackout and he could not charge his car. He could, he had to pull out his old car. So I'm not with all of this extra digital, like Fed now. Is that what it's called now? Instead of cash app, Mm -hmm. all of this. I don't know. It's a scam. It's a quick way to get, you know.
0: I mean, it does make you think, because obviously everything is changing. You know, sometimes, especially since the pandemic, it's not unusual to go into places and they're like, oh, we don't accept cash. Which seems kind of crazy because, true. you know, you're used to people trying to skirt the system and they only accept cash. But now there are lots of places that do not accept cash. Like even it's crazy to me when you go to things like Valet and they're like, oh, we have Cash App. <laughs> you know, like, let's do that. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no, You don't. You want no, Cash App to No, even thing?
1: when I go to a food place and they're like, oh, we don't take cash. Even if I do have my debit card and you don't take cash. I'm gonna go somewhere else. Really? I am. I'm not you're not going to force me to No. I'm out. I'm going somewhere else.
0: So would you go off grid? I mean what happens? Because I mean the thing is this there um last night on the show we had a guest, Trent the Artist, and he was talking about that uh the it what happens when the internet breaks down, right? And it's really true. It's true. What you know what would we do if something happened like one of the the satellites was damaged and you had to go without internet connection or digital connection for like a week and a half how would we move
1: um right now we have an outage and my internet is not working but on my phone i can maneuver a little bit but it's not working in my home so i was had a little attitude but what i did do because i have an antenna I turned on regular TV, the basic channel 2 through 64. I could still get regular TV with an antenna without using the internet or whatever I have to do. But it's really hard right now. They're they're trying to make it hard. They want to know how much money you're making. They want to know how you're getting it, where it's going. So are you trying to let them control your money and everything and everything, every move that you're making? Do you think that's like, do we know what every move they're making? So why should they know what we're doing? Like... Listen, I'm just saying
0: it's a lot happening. I agree with you. Um Ger- Jerry Anderson in the chat says credit unions rock, but going all digital is a dangerous risk yes. for, bu- for a business handling cash. Um, cash costs money. Got to maintain hybrid access. And T. Sworn says and and all electric cars mandated can't um, can't. I can't see what it says there. Can't trust it. OK, you cannot Can- trust it. So, I mean, and you think about this. We're in a state where I think by 2030, uh, uh, d- regular gas cars are going to be outlawed. That's so ridiculous. they're not going to be able to sell anymore. Uh, so it's, a, again— must be a the theme of a night. A lot is happening. A lot is changing. A lot is turning over. So we'll shout see. out to the AKAs for opening up that congratulations. credit union. If you're a member, congratulations on your ownership of a financial institution. And I think
1: that's pretty good.
0: Go drop some money in there and support your sisters. I think yes. that's pretty dope. I think it's amazing as well. Now, we have more to talk about. Like always... listen listen let's go back to the 90s again so okay let's go back at what moment because you made the decision right as right kind of as your group was taking off you made the decision to leave your group no okay Okay, finish
1: gonna finish well all right I'm gonna let you finish I didn't mean to cut
0: you off (laughs) You're going to tell me the correct story. (laughs) I'm just going by what I remembered at the time. What I thought happened was that you wanted to leave the group and, you know, try another avenue that basically the direction that they were taking the group or some things that were happening at the time within the management group label thing wasn't for you.
1: Okay, so that's not how I went. Because I still was riding it out because we, as friends, we moved from Hollywood. Okay, we put the group together ourselves, met some dudes that was helping us. And as always, it's always some shenanigans behind the scenes. No, I did not make the decision to leave the group. They decided that they didn't want me in the group. Not they, but the guy who was sponsoring the group, he actually... He was mad about something that happened. I could say what happened. We
0: don't have to go. Yeah, we don't have to. But they were mad about
1: something. But me and one of the other girls also who went there probably had some behind the scene issues, which, you know, how people be pillow talking. Yeah. So that was going on as well. But I must say, after that, I ran into him years later. And I don't think people even know that I ran into him and he apologized, gave me money. All right. He 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 did he did right by me and I'm I wasn't mad about that. I actually took it personal from my friends more so than him. You know what I'm saying because we gave up our apartment, we gave up everything to move, to make this happen. And yeah, we do go through things, but you
0: know. What is it do you think? I mean, because it's a recurring theme that we hear about when we're talking about, you know, female groups, when it's women and it's usually a male entity somehow involved Mm -hmm. in the business some type of way that comes in and the group ends up breaking apart what do you think that it is about the process of women in a group, and we're going to talk about this when we come forward, coming up as news and sports. But I just want to know, and you think about it for a second what do you think it is about women coming together in a group that we can never seem to really stay together as a unit and move forward and get that bread? We're going to talk about that more. You're listening to RSVP with Jill Monroe on KBLA Talk 1580. I mess with Nikki, tough, but her attitude sometimes makes it so hard. Yes, it's her. She, Nikki, sometimes you. She got to grow up. Like she acts like like an an entitled 13-year-old still having who's more popular. Ooh, I don't like her cuz she got the same jacket I got oh, you and I had it first. Like that, I do. I think she's very petty <laughs> like that. I think that some of the things I think funny that to me. sometimes when she extends her hand to the young and upcoming mm-hmm. female rappers, it's not because she genuinely wants to give them that shine or share that space with them. I feel like she knows it's a smart marketing ploy and that way you can't keep saying I don't share space with the young rappers and I don't give them, you know, a leg up. I don't hold the door open. I think that she moves Rock bombs on me, Andy. Yeah, so There's a lot of haters in the house.
1: I, it's not. A, it's no Y'all hate at all. Nick- it's Listen. no hate at
0: all. I mess with Nikki. Her pen game is nice. I love Her theater okay. background, her performing arts student background is part of what makes her so dope. Because she can go into those different voices. She can give you different characters. She right. can spit and give you that, you know, like I'm having, you know, fits. I'm I- insane, crazy. But then she'll bring it back home and give you that, you know, rough, rugged, and raw, real New York thing. I mess with Nikki. But I do think that the time frame, mm-hmm. you know, what was it like, two thousand eight to maybe two thousand fourteen, when she was the only one out there, messed her up. I think that she's looking at things and thinking that but she should be other
1: women out there. They just wasn't popping.
0: Uh, they just I mean, wasn't... they were, but not really. But it see, was Nikki. It see, was Nikki. But
1: see, it goes back to your music. I'm just saying it goes back to what you put out that will continue to play. Because some music we're not going to hear later. And then you have some music that we're going to hear, like, forever. So, you think that we're going to be playing Starships in 2027? I don't know if we're going to be playing it, (laughs) but somebody's child's going to be playing it.
0: Maybe, maybe, maybe. It's a
1: Barbie world. They're going to be playing that kid-friendly type of music, like she's she's talking crazy but she's not really giving it to you raw like some of these young ladies are giving it to you right like straight to the point like
0: okay okay so we were talking about before we went to break Mm -hmm. about women in groups and why it always (laughs) seems that a male presence in some form or fashion takes the group down What do why do you think that is and what do you think that, you know, this new generation of women, because we do see not in the same way, but we do see little male beefs or certain things playing out amongst them that kind of maybe keeps them separate. What do you think that we can do as women to sort of ensure that that doesn't happen? Well, you can stop sleeping with the producer. (laughs) the producer can can stop sleeping with the talent too okay
1: or whoever the head person is it's always going to be that one that i mean all the ladies are going to be attractive if they're in the group but it's always going to be that one that somebody's like i like her and you know it's going to be that one the chili
0: of the group well, I'm just saying you know I'm just saying that because <laughs> it was rumored that chili was free at that time period no shade no tea I'm not shading yeah, chili they I did love have chili. that
1: rumor out there I don't know how true it is but mm.
0: you know pebbles well, according to, to pebbles but anyway yeah But I mean, is it just a natural thing in workplaces? No matter what the workplace is, if you work at the grocery store and you are a checker, that box boy might look kind of good to you, but that can cause the man. I'm okay. The box boy, the manager. I'm just saying, whomever. I know that in this instance, we're talking about the person in charge, but. I mean, it doesn't matter, I feel like, what position the men are in. You know, if they get in the mix and if we're two girls and we both like them, we tend to get competitive as women. Yes,
1: it's a lot of competition in this game and that's why you see so many girls bickering, because it's competition. If you know who you are and know what position you play, there is no competition. That's the problem. Everybody's trying to be the same person. Every every rap
0: girl that you see all look alike. Their
1: outfits the hair
0: but is that but that's indicative I feel of this era that I feel that's the social media influence because I remember like back in the day I used to talk about um, before like social media got pop really popular probably in the MySpace era I used to say things like I don't understand why girls can't pull it together they have examples in the video and now everybody's a carbon copy of each other and we've always had that like if you think about the Jennifer Han- Aniston phase with haircuts in the 90s um, mm-hmm. you know I wanted a mushroom like 2d when I was a little kid on facts a lot you know so there's always those influences but I feel like now there is a look there is a look that we think or is projected that is a man's preference and everyone wants to emulate that and so how can you be the individual one to say I want to do something a little different and two again if you look at most of these situations with women And the artists that are out, maybe not all of them, there seems to be a little separation. But generally, it's something involving a man.
1: Well, you know who I like? And that's regardless of the man, you know who I like? I like Coyle Ray.
0: I do like her, too.
1: I like the confidence that she brings. I think she is a dope artist. And I swear, like, if she get the right push and the right, she is dope. I think she's dope with her little body. You know what I'm saying? She's I do not appreciate over with, that. That's what I'm saying. I appreciate the.
0: Although she did get implants and I'm not mad at that. Because, well, she got know. some
1: little, them little, little bee stings, I guess. I mean, guess. well, okay, that's the bee stings. That's okay. I, But she didn't go too far with she it. She
0: didn't get her BBL.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, she's being her natural self. She's a dance. She can dance. She's an entertain. She entertains when she's on stage. Because even
0: Nicki said that she fell victim to that. She said part of the reason why she got her butt shots were because she would be in the studio yeah. with Wayne and the exactly. Young Money people. And the girls would come through to see them. And it made her feel a little insecure. And it's crazy that it all kind of comes no matter from what, what a
1: man says.
0: Exactly. And I'm not blaming men or saying anything. I mean, it's just, you know, kind of the stage is just the observation. So
1: it goes back to someone saying, like, they say words don't hurt, but they really do. People carry stuff from that happened 20 years ago. Like, you said this to me. Like, it will stick to you for the rest of your life. Like, seriously. But, yeah, guess what, y'all? Stop going out there. Just love yourself. Like I said earlier, love yourself. Love yourself.
0: (laughs) Don't do it. Yeah. So, speaking of women looking good and delectable and amazing, I shouted out Savannah James last night. She presented her husband with an award at the ESPYs. And then she had a look for the After Party um, Uninterrupted, LeBron's company that he, uh, media company that he put together with his friend, childhood friend Maverick. Okay. Uh, What is Maverick's last name? I just... Maverick Carter. I don't know why I just blanked on that. They had a party for the post ESPYs event. They had Quavo perform, Flage perform from LSU. You know, it was lit in there. And so it kind of got me to thinking about LeBron's speech last night when he accepted that award. We know at the end of the playoffs, Bron kind of hinted that he might be considering retirement. Most people knew that that was Fugazi and it was just emotions and caught up in the moment. But last night he made the statement that as long as he can play at a high level, you're not getting rid of him yet. So he'll be back for year 21. So I want to ask you, right? All right. If your man was 21 years into the league, right, kind of like, I mean, not the same amount of time, but Tom Brady and Giselle before they broke up, would you tell him, hey, it's time to sit down. It's time to take a break. We're going to hear Liz's response when we come back. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Now back to more captivating conversation on RSVP with Joe Monroe. Joe Monroe. Hey, it's Jill Monroe and you are checking out RSVP with me, Jill Monroe, on KBLA Talk 1580. I'm joined by Liz B, who is a commentator, host, also a hairstylist. She styles some of your favorite celebrities on set and we've been taking a trip back, because it's Throwback Thursday, and it's just fun, why not, to the 90s, talking about some of the impact of the way that groups were structured then, females and hip-hop and all of those things. So we kind of were talking about LeBron James and the fact that he is heading into year 21. That's an awful long time to play a sport to be in a league, he travels, there's 41 road games a year. That doesn't include the playoffs. Now you have this in-season tournament and all of these things. Would you say, hey, honey, maybe you need to think about shutting it down or are you riding with your man to the wheels fall off if that makes him happy?
1: I think I want to ride to the wheels fall off. I want him to do what he wants to do as long as he can do it you know what i'm saying it ain't over until it's over so unless you have an injury and if you can still play and you're still getting paid keep going
0: so you wouldn't mind that most of the caregiving duties and that so forth are taken care of by you like as far as raising the kids and dealing with all of that he's going to be largely absent from that
1: well the kids are in college
0: well only one, one. but the other one but is that, coming but that's up. my point so for 18 years right I've been the primary, you know, as far as the children. You wouldn't be like, hey, we need to share. I mean, but I mean, Catch on uh, while you can still drive I mean, your kids to school.
1: But how old is he again? Who? LeBron. Uh, 38.
0: He'll be 39 in December 30th.
1: Okay, so go on and give it to you both 41, 42, and then we can shut it down. Give him a couple of more years. Let him go on and ride it out. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because then he'll probably be tired.
0: And then, But you think about this, right? His wife, uh, they met in high school. So she went right from when she graduated to LeBron going to the league. She didn't attend college. That's not a knock. That's just an observation. Um, And now she is starting to step out more on her own. She's doing more interviews. She has a business that will be launching soon. We saw her present to him last night at the ESPYs. I've seen her last summer... And something else earlier this year, I've seen her out mm-hmm. a few times more so than um, so. LeBron's been here five years. This is the most over the past sort of year and a half that I've seen Lebr- um, Savannah out and about making moves without her husband being there. Uh, and so I just think that she's coming to a point and she's a little younger than him. I guess she might be 37. OK, going to be 38 in September. And so I just think that it's interesting that at this point she's wanting to open up more. And I wonder how that dichotomy is going to work because, you know, with most athletes, their divorce rate after retirement is even higher than the average. So that's why keep on keep on (laughs) playing ball, sir. So we can so I can
1: develop into who I'm trying to become because she is changing. You know, what I'm saying her. They have the young daughter now and she's getting older. So now she's able like before the kids were younger so now they're getting out the way and she can now get into herself and start doing the things that she really wants to do you know what i'm saying she laid down for a minute so now she's coming out she's
0: not ready to come out do you yeah. think that lebron who is used to being the forefront the center is going to be able to adjust to that sort of change in the dynamics of the relationship
1: of course he is. He better go on. And she adjusted to that hairline, so he better adjust.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, I, th- I mean, but seriously, it is a problem. It is something that comes up when, you know, the man is used to being the center. In this case, I'm talking about professional athletes, not, you know,
1: joe that works at
0: um sony or something like that
1: but you know also she's probably been through a lot that we don't know about correct and she has stood by her man i'm gonna stand by my man so he's definitely always giving her the praise anytime any scandal came out or anybody tried to pull a little scandal about his name or them messing with him or knowing him he would clear that up and let it be known who his wife is you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. at the end of the day She's going to stick by her man. She's going to stick by mm-hmm. him. I'm going to stay beside I'ma him. I'm going to stick by him. I'm going to stay, stay beside, beside him. That's mine. <laughs> uh, Jerry
0: Anderson asked, why would a woman say that to their man? I just explained why. Because, you know, maybe it's time for a shift in the division. He's achieved. He's scored the most points ever, we know this, in the NBA. He's won four titles with three different franchises. He's won MVP. He's achieved a great number of things. It's it's going to be almost impossible it's probably going to take another 20 30 years maybe maybe not might be not as long because of the three-point line but for someone to catch the record that he's laid down so realistically not realistically i know what more there is to do but what more does he have to prove i'm not saying savannah feels this way i was just a little curious but
1: after he like in a couple of years or so maybe he can become a coach you know, become.
0: I mean, there's lots of things that he could do. I'm just because saying. he that's take he loves break. the game. Yeah, he does. But okay, I don't know. But would you take a break? Like, I, I'm just asking. I mean, because I, I just part of me feels like. Enough is enough. Is a, not enough is enough, per se, but he's accomplished so much. And I know you think about Kobe. He gave the game everything that he had. So when he stepped away from the game, he said one of the things that he enjoyed most was just being able to spend those moments with his family, with his kids, take his kids to school, go pick them up after school. These are things that, you know, most people take for granted. And it's not necessarily something that. But does she travel with him? Savannah?
1: I know Jack, uh, Jackie Christie did. You know Jackie Christie <laughs> did. Shout out to Jackie. I love Jackie.
0: That's my girl. Jackie Shout out to she her. Jackie was going with her man. Jackie was going. So. But they got a different situation. No, I mean, occasionally she would. But, no, I think Savannah mostly, like, even when he played for Miami, Savannah didn't right away move to Miami. She stayed in Cleveland. I think now she's really enjoying L.A. She's finding her footing, but she doesn't go on the road with him. Um, Jerry Anderson said $47 a year. There is no breaks. <laughs> T. Warren said he loves the game, but you got to know when to
1: let it go. Let it
0: go. That's. I'm not saying he should. I'm not saying that they should or that they should have the conversation. I'm just kind of curious at this point with all the accolades that LeBron has received and everything that he's how done. How high can you go, right? How high can, and, <laughs> and Savannah wants to step out sort of and take her turn at it. So, you know. Yeah, don't be selfish. That's all.
1: So that's why I say a couple of more years. Two more years. You say he 39, about to be 40. No, he's about to be 39. Okay, so 39, 40, 41. Okay. Okay. You you balled all these years, LeBron. It's it's time. Give somebody else a chance to ball.
0: Well, speaking of things taking place after a long, long time, Babyface, after 26 years, is back on top of the Billboard adult R&B charts I didn't know there was an adult R&B section. That tells you when the last time I really looked at the billboard charts. There's so many new it's distinctions and genres. R&B. and what? Yeah. Why not just <laughs> R&B? Uh, is there a distinction? Is there a point where so, an R&B song, are they labeled for age?
1: So I wonder if SZA and Summer Young,
0: R&B, like, and he's old r and I'm, I'm confused. I am too. I, don't, <laughs> I wonder if they chart on the SZA, I definitely would think, even though we think she's R&B and she's us, SZA's kind of a pop star at this point. Is she? I, I think in a way because of what her album did, like, it took. she took the top spot from Taylor Swift and she held on to that position for, I think, um, like, three weeks. Or, or, no, Andy's giving me my face. <laughs> 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 I think it was 12 weeks. I was like, oh, well, Andy's ha- coming in with this.
1: <laughs> she held on.
0: No, but for a very long time. And so I think... And then her tour was sold out. She did, like, four sold-out dates at the Forum. It might even have been more than that. You know, different across the country. Her tour did really well. So I think... For all intents and purposes, she is considered to be a pop artist. But what I was saying about Babyface is that after 26 years, he has a new single out. As a matter of fact, the last time he um, he charted was in 1997 with the ballot. Every time I close my eyes. Hmm. so 26 years for babyface do you think you know we had that conversation a couple of months ago where diddy was like r&b is dead and i'm gonna bring it back but Uh, (laughs) do you think that there is a changing of the tide as far as r&b going right now and R&B notoriously has been something where people would age out. There would be like, I think we called it adult contemporary, maybe back in the day. Mm -hmm. But do you think that era of R&B is making its way back and where our legacy artists can chart again and, you know, have fruitful careers, even though they're older, not just for the, you know, for For the auntie and granny set well it's
1: gradually making its way back so we have a lot of little young artists that's R&B that's what I'm saying they're not promoting or pushing the R&B music that's what we really need to make a balance because even me I'm listening to some of this stuff on the radio I'm speeding through traffic you know what I'm saying so we need to have a balance out here so I want some of the R&B because you know babyface whip appeal
0: the deal All the classics, two occasions, what what everything you wrote from. Shout out to Toni Braxton. Um, her first album was released, uh, what in 1993 on this date. She posted some uh little clips from that album. And you know, if we're talking about babyface, we got to talk about Toni. So let me add this (laughs) babyface (laughs) making it to the chop of the (laughs) charts. Um, along he, along with Usher tank and kenny Lattimore are some of the few male artists to make it to the top of the charts in 2023 we've talked about how hip-hop has gone through the same thing what is happening that what was once dominant music that involved our r&b and hip-hop is now seemingly taking a back seat are the tides changing again we're going to talk about all that and more when we come forward you're listening to KPLA talk 1580